there's never been a better time to be a direct-to-consumer business. Join us as we uncover the strategies and scaling secrets of the world's most disruptive brands and agencies. This is DTC Podcast. Hello and welcome to All Killer, No Filler, the podcast where we bring you the tactical insights from the front lines of the performance marketing world delivered straight from Pilot House. It is Friday and today I'm jacked to be previewing our upcoming D2C Plus workshop, the Amazon Growth Guide, April 28th, 29th and 30th. That's two weeks from now with Pilot House Amazon team members, Rob Russell, Clifford Donovan and Seth Tubman-Watkins. Welcome to the podcast, boys. Rob, uh, as team lead, let's start off with you. What's one thing about scaling Amaz- brands on Amazon that people tend to get wrong? Not being smart about their keyword strategy segmentation uh, and their bidding strategies across different campaigns. So what I mean by that is potentially being too aggressive right off the bat. So if you're new to Amazon, you don't want to go after your top keyword in an exact match because you're not going to rank for it. You're not going to get conversions on it. You're going to waste spend and you're going to tell Amazon you're not relevant for that keyword. Interesting. So this is kind of like, uh, like when, as I learn more about Google from these podcasts, it sounds a little, it sounds a lot like Google in that it's, it's not like, you know, whereas Facebook, you can have a, a takeoff, like a rocket ship. You can just pump spend into things. Amazon sounds more like Google ads where it's a, a takeoff where you've got to sort of make sure you've got your, your checklist and that, and that you can sort of scale it over time. Is that accurate? Yes, uh, you can have a successful launch and you can build sales quickly, but you just want to be smart about how you do that. Um, So rather than going narrow on really competitive keywords, you can go wide on longer tail, lower volume keywords that you can actually get sales for. And that's where you can get that initial boost, get some rank going, and then build your way up. Interesting. What tool are you using to, uh, you know, figure out all the, the ad rank and figure out which keywords you're going to be using? Uh, we use Helium 10 at the moment. What's it called? Helium 10. Helium 10. There's a little shout out for Helium 10. That's cool. Um, awesome. Uh, okay. So let's. So this uh, event that we're doing on April 28th, 29th, and 30th, the Amazon Growth Guide, uh, is broken down uh, three days, three sessions. Um, and day one, we're going to focus on your Amazon listing. Uh, so Seth, what's one thing about the Amazon listing that people get wrong quite often? I think that people don't put enough emphasis on building a brand through their listing. People focus a lot on their presence outside of Amazon and what their brand looks like there, but people do not put enough effort and time into their actual listing. Um, You look at a lot of Amazon listings, it's just like three photos, but it's really important to do a consistent brand experience through your Amazon listings. And I think that's one, one thing that a lot of brands get wrong and then they end up dumping a lot of spend into PPC without that. Interesting. And what, and what are some tips on maximizing those listings? I'd say just super high level, use all of your listing images, fill your- How many are those? It's 10. 10, okay. Yeah, 10, including a video, if you can do videos, um, and fill all your bullets with keywords as much as you can, and then build out A plus if you have access to A plus as well. A plus is super, super important to have on your listing. Tell me about A plus. A plus content is something you have access to with brand registry. Um, it's basically a section below your, your listing that people see, and uh, you can build out a whole brand experience, basically like a landing page type thing on right on the Amazon listing with that. And it's super important to use. Very cool. This was uh, like, how many brands actually don't register? Like you can, you can sell on Amazon without actually registering your brand. Is that accurate? 
You can, yes. yeah. But you don't recommend it? No, definitely not, yeah. Yeah, you need to have a trademark to get through brand registry. So okay. sometimes that's what holds brands back. Um, but we've ran into brands that are brand registered and then don't have a plus content in their listing. And we're just like, why, why would you do that? Yeah. Just use all of these tools available to you. Um, yeah. Obviously that's uh, that's cool. Okay. Clifford, let's talk about ads for a second here. Just walk me through, like, I actually never run an ad on Amazon. I've, like all the other platforms I've, I've run, I've run ads pretty much everywhere else. I've never actually done it on Amazon. Can you just walk me through the kinds of ads you need to be thinking about uh, when you're thinking about Amazon ads? Yeah. So there's, the typical ones that you'll see on an Amazon search results page are all sponsored product ads for the most part. So these are just in your search results. It's the product hero images that say sponsored underneath them. And it just looks like every other product except it is just an ad. Uh, and so you can have those throughout the search results from the top to the middle, all the way to the bottom. Um, then there's ads outside of those sponsored product ads that are sponsored brand ads which you'll see a lot of the time at the top of search results. So this will be usually a headline or something like that. Uh, sometimes depending on who you are and <laughs> how Amazon thinks you'll convert, you might see an image for some of those, um, especially on mobile, you'll see an image for some of those that the, the advertiser can add onto that ad. So that's a little bit of creative freedom that you get there that you don't get with sponsored products. And then all over Amazon and even on some properties outside of Amazon, there's sponsored display ads, which will show up in side banners and top of little headlines and little spots all over the place, um, which again are a product image, title and price. And so having all of these is just the search results page, but then there's ads that can show up on competitive product pages. You can show up um, as a video ad on the search results page. And then you have a lot of spots at the very bottom of search results and sides of product pages and, and everywhere in between. And how do you advise people to think about using these ads? I, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, these sponsored brand ads that allow you to, I imagine they work well top of funnel because they, they allow you to sort of get your brand awareness out there, show more than one product, let them know kind of like what your brand's about. How, yeah, how do you recommend that people use, use ads in terms of their yeah. funnel? Absolutely. So there's a, there's a different strategy I'd say for each. So for sponsor brand specifically, because you do get that very small amount of creative where you get a 50 character headline and possibly an image that gives you enough that you can try to sell outside of your typical reach. So everything of course on Amazon is, is keyword based almost a little teaser there, but yeah. uh, <laughs> everything used to be uh, all completely keyword based. Um, so what you may do with a sponsored brand ad is you can reach out of your typical keyword base and maybe reach into something a little bit outside of it, but then use the headline and the image to portray why someone could be convinced to buy your product over something else. And then you could send that sponsored brand ad rather than to your product page, you could send it to a store page that sells them even more on it. So it's like an Amazon store that you can build out that sells them more on that particular product for that need where you hit them with the headline, you hit them with the image, then you hit them with the store page rather than just a sponsored product that went to that, that you might not have been that relevant for. So Amazon barely showed you, or you paid a lot for the click or whatnot. Interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, the one thing I, I'm also curious about, like, 
I, I look at the results, the results that are on the landing page. If, if people want to, if people want to join this, they've got to go right now to learn.directtoconsumer.co slash Amazon, learn.directtoconsumer.co slash Amazon. You can sign up for free for this amazing workshop. Uh, and on, on your ex, on the expert section here, we talk about just a few of the high level stories that, you know, we've been able to, uh, you guys have been able to achieve uh, with some of our clients. And I'm really interested in the interplay between Amazon ads and then organic sales. Uh, and, and I was, I was just reading up a little bit before this and it was, it was advising to say like, when you, when you're looking at your, um, you know, your, your ROAS or your, your, your return on your ad spend from Amazon, it's really important to take into account the actual momentum that the ads generate from your organic listings as well. Rob, would you say, can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. So we look at a, so we've got a cost and total a cost. So you can look at ROAS and total ROAS. So a cost ad attributed revenue, um, total a cost that's your ad spend compared to your total Amazon rev. And first of all, missed opportunity, not calling it tacos. Yeah. Tacos. That's great. <laughs> anyway. um, yeah. So it's really important to look at both, but at the, even at the ACOS level, we're looking at different campaigns uh, with different target ACOS. So if you're looking at a ranking campaign that you're willing to spend at a loss or at like a very high ACOS into it, because the benefit of building up that sales history and that relevancy is worth it. But to counteract that you're running profitable, evergreen campaigns to lower competition keywords that are running at your target a cost. So they're bringing in some good sales, they're bringing in some good rev. And then you're looking at your total account a cost to be at your target level. That's healthy for your margins. Uh, and those three things play together. And if you can balance them, right, you can get the maximize your scale while still being profitable. Uh, and then the way you think about organic sales to an extent is every sale you make on Amazon helps your rank. So if you have an optimized listing and you've got your keywords in the right spots, like Seth was talking about, so titles, bullets, that's going to help your rank for those keywords. If you drive a sale through someone's searches, an exact match keyword, they find your organic listing, they click it and they buy, that really helps your organic rank. So if we're really going aggressive after a keyword, we'll own that search page. So we'll have the sponsored brand ad on it. We'll have our sponsored product placement on it. We'll have an organic placement on it, maybe a sponsored brand video placement on it. Um, so when someone hits that keyword, all they see is our brand. Uh, if we're being super aggressive. Very interesting. I don't know uh, if that was a bit of a rant. <laughs> no, I think that's great. I wanted to just bring up stores. Cause I know on day three, we're going to talk a little bit more about building out sort of a holistic, you know, a, a, a total store, not just the listing. Can we talk a little bit about, I'm not sure who's best to speak about that, but can we talk a little bit about, you know, some high level strategy when it comes to building your Amazon store? Yeah, for sure. Um, Seth or Clifford, you got any comments there? I can riff for a little bit, but. Uh, sure. Um, so the store we've used in a, I, I think more of a unique way than I'd, I'd say a lot of what people are doing on Amazon right now. So the store obviously gives you a place to showcase your brand in a way. Um, but what most brands that we've seen are doing is just basically throwing up their product catalog, putting up a banner and some logos, and, and that's their store pages. Um, but the thing about the store is it actually gives you an entire branded page on Amazon where no competition can advertise on your stuff. Like the biggest problem with sending someone to your product page on Amazon and all those ads I talked about is they get to your product page and then they scroll down the tiniest bit and they see an ad for your competitors. Uh, 
and they could just, you could have paid for that click to your page and then they click right off and you just spent, you know, four or $5 or however much for that click and they're gone. Um, on, if you send them to your store page and you have a really, really well built out store that really sells the brand experience, really sells why your product over other competition and sells all the benefits of it and really treat it like a landing page that people would be more typically used to in like a DTC funnel, um, then that will help sell on your product specifically and not have to go to a competitor's page. And this is something that just like, it's shocking how few people are doing it on Amazon because you can really build it so specifically like for Christmas was a great example where we built out those sponsored brand headline ads. Um, and we built a headline that said something about it being the perfect Christmas gift with an image about Christmas. And it went to a store page specifically that said why this product is so great for a Christmas gift. And it was all filled with Christmas imagery and a bunch of text and whatnot of selling it on a Christmas gift. And at the bottom, there's an add to cart button. So you never have to leave that page. Um, but whereas congruency you... is key on any platform, right? And that, this is also true here. Yeah. Shout out to Seth for building that page. And that drove that particular page drove hundred K in rev in a 30 day period, which is pretty cool. That's crazy. Um, Anything else to then, add there, Rob? Yeah. Just that the, the store is your one chance to like with that sponsored brand to store page technique, that's your one chance on Amazon to build a mini funnel. So like, if you think about in Facebook terms, like you've got an ad copy that speaks to an angle with a creative that speaks to the angle, drives to a landing page. That's all about that long form copy speaking to the same angle. And that customer is brought along that journey. And on Amazon, that's your one chance to do it is like take a specific sponsored brand keyword or a keyword you're going after, make the headline image speak to it, make the store page speak to that angle and you bring them through the funnel. Um, so it's, it relates back to what Clifford was talking about before with the sponsored brand ads is going outside your normal reach. So if you're looking at maybe targeting products that are complementary or to your product where you can actually make that relation and make the customer connect it to what they're searching for with that headline and image uh, and then sell them on your product. I love it. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit, uh, you mentioned that incredible success story here, and these are all on the landing page at learn.directtoconsumer.co slash Amazon. Go sign up right now. Uh, we have a couple other wins kind of articulated there. I wondered if you guys could just mention each each of you, uh, like, what's a big win that you've had for a client? And what was the key thing that allowed you to do it? You want to you wanna lead us off there, Seth? It, it might be this one. If it's this one, just reiterate, I guess. Um, that that was definitely a big one. It was, it was pretty fun to see that kind of take off. Um, Another one I can think of off the top of my head is we've seen a lot of success with video ads. And with one of our clients, we actually had a video ad kind of drive everything. Um, so we've experimented a lot with different types of video ads because really, you know, you can run a video ad on Amazon. You can throw anything in that 45 seconds, but it's about finding the right thing that people are going to really be pulled in and want to watch it and want to click through to the page. So that's definitely a big one we've seen. Big That's win. interesting. Are they in your estimate? Like, are these similar kinds of ads that you'd put on Facebook or or YouTube, for instance? Or are they sort of custom for Amazon? You know, I don't know a huge amount about what kind of stuff is put on Facebook. I've heard that uh, kind of UGC stuff does well on it, but um, yeah, we we found less talking, more showing is kind of what converts on Amazon. You know, people are sc scrolling through quickly. They're probably listening to music. They don't want to you know, click on a video and have to turn on the sound and watch someone talk. So we've definitely seen a lot of success in, like I said, more showing, less talking. Yeah. Show, don't tell. I love yeah. it. How about, how about you, Clifford? Any big wins you'd like to call out? 
Um, I think I, I, there's always been some like really big, nice like revenue jumps and and some some things there, but a lot of them came from honestly like really simple like traditional strategies on Amazon where it's just like doing a lot right, like really optimizing our our listing pages and and store pages and whatnot. I think the biggest wins for for me that I I really like to to mention is is when we take a brand who's really new um, and maybe not maybe maybe not brand new as a brand as a whole but maybe new to Amazon or or they had some listings and they weren't really doing much they weren't really running ads and really just being able to take it over and fully revamp all of their listings all of their store all the a plus content and build out entire suites and campaigns like literally 70 80 campaigns for all their products and then just watch it take off like we've had one um really recently where i think in from two months they went from a thousand dollars a month to then they're doing like 40 or fifty thousand dollars a month after two or two or three months of just like taking over that account so that's that's i think the most fun part of it like yeah there's some where we've had huge million dollar in 30 days in q4 type of thing but i think it's more fun to to really build it from the ground up and you get to see the success just grow so quickly and kind of get that reinforcement that you're at least what you're doing is right. Yeah. And then Rob, like I remember when you first started, I I, I was probably only a couple of months in myself or maybe I, you might've predated me. I forget, but I remember, you know, I remember you having this opportunity to kind of grow this team. Uh, you know, you'd had some success with Amazon with a few of our clients, but, but they were, you know, pilot house was really doubling down and saying, okay, we, we see this. And, and they just sort of handed the, the reins of the department over to you. And I feel like the results have been just overall amazing in the department. Anything specifically to call out uh, success-wise? Um, I think, well, you nailed it right there. Like, I think my biggest success that I look back on too that I'm excited about is just the team and what they've accomplished so far. Uh, so it all started with these two guys. They were the first two uh, buyers on the team apart from myself. Did they have uh, experience or did you train them up? Uh, they had experience. So uh, we sort of taught them the pilot house method uh, in terms of just how aggressive we like to be and how fast we like to move. Uh, but they definitely came with a background in, in Amazon experience, which was, was a big help. Can you talk about the pilot house method a little bit? Is it, it's, I'm sure it's like it is across all of our platforms, sort of relentless iteration, you know, taking advantage of every tool that's available to you. Like, yeah, talk to us a little bit about the pilot house method with Amazon. Yeah, for sure. So I come from a Facebook media buying background. Um, and so that was how I got connected to pilot house and joined the Facebook media buying team and sort of got into that world. Uh, but then coming to Amazon, something we sort of noticed is it, it is a bit slower moving because you just, you do need a bit more time to get the data back, but people took that to an extreme and seemed to treat Amazon more of a throw up a listing, set it, throw up some it images, kind of set it, and then yeah. like check it once a month. Like really they don't put an effort into it. And what we found is if you treat it like your Facebook media buying and you're like constantly looking at your creative, constantly looking at your bullets, your title, and just really taking that next level approach to how can we maximize eyes to our listing, maximize the conversion rate and maximize the ranking boost we're getting from every sale, you can see more aggressive growth. Uh, and the example Clifford mentioned, like within 30 days, we're competing against the big guys in the space, like brands that have been on Amazon forever, brands that are owned by some of like the top CPG companies, and we're beating them out. <laughs> and like that's just from being aggressive and going deep on listings and strategy. Uh, firing all your guns at once, yeah. exploding into space. Sounds amazing. Uh, 
Well, that's really cool. So I wanted to talk a little bit about on day three. I don't know if we're going to be covering this. I know on previous, um, well, actually, no, I don't, I was talking about the Facebook Amazon bridge, but what I wanted to talk about specifically was we've got some of some clients that we run where we're running all their Facebook, all their Google and all their Amazon. And I feel like increasingly we have some clients that were just running their Amazon. And I was wondering if you guys have seen, uh, you know, what you can say about the, the boost you get on Amazon when you're also spending big dollars on Facebook and Google and, and, uh, and these other platforms. Yeah. We don't have a lot of hard data on it, but in the past we've seen like a 20% lift, uh, if you're spending on Facebook, um, and what I kind of like to say there is like, if you, if you're spending on other platforms and you don't have Amazon, you're losing revenue. Uh, Amazon's like plugging a hole in the bucket. Like if you've got a bucket and you're just like piling customers into it and it's like, you don't have an abandoned cart strategy, like that sales, you're just pouring out. That's a hole. You don't have retargeting. That's a hole. If you don't have Amazon, that's another hole. Uh, so not only by adding Amazon, are you going to capture those sales that you're already paying for through Facebook and other platforms, but you're going to capture net new customers who are searching, going to Amazon as their first place to look for a product. Uh, so you can see a, just a lift from leaving it, like doing nothing. And then you see an additional lift from actually deploying Amazon strategies and building rank. Do you run into reluctance? Like I, I know, I, you know, in every, every brand that we speak to on the, on the D2C podcast, like uh, they've all sort of embraced Amazon as, you know, just as you say, like, it's just going to be part of the funnel. It's something, it's a necessary aspect of, of commerce with what is it? 30%, 40% of all commerce happening through, uh, e-commerce happening through Amazon. Do you run into reluctance that people, you know, don't, don't want to give Amazon its due? Yeah, for sure. Um, for a couple of different reasons, like there's the cost, like they, they do take that 15% plus your FBA fees. So that's, that's one downside. Um, another big pushback is the lack of customer data. Um, and then another one's the brand experience, but really like, I don't see any of those being an issue. Like if you've got, if you've built a decent brand, you've got good margins, you can probably afford the cost. Uh, as far as a brand experience, like most companies just don't realize that you can create a really good experience on Amazon. If you do put the effort into your A plus content, your listing images and your store, you can create whatever experience you want for customers to have. And you can be cheeky and funny if that's your brand. You can be like polished and high class if that's your brand. Like you can, you can do that. Um, and then what was, what did I say the third one was? Cost. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, Anyways. Cost, brand experience, and I lost it, but All right. Yeah. Well, those are, those are a good start there. Uh, amazing. Uh, what's, I, what's next for the Amazon team? You, you guys, I know you're, we're always bringing on clients that are interested in this. Like what, uh, what are your goals in 2021 with, uh, with Amazon at pilot house? Ooh. We're just, yeah. We're in aggressive scale mode. Like we really want to build up the team and get ourselves on the map out there as an agency that does crush Amazon for clients. Uh, because I think in the space right now, we're viewed more as a Facebook agency and I'm working hard to change that. Uh, internally in all of our Slack channels, our goal is always to crush Facebook sales. Uh, so if like we're running both for a client, that's like always what we're looking at. We're like, how can we beat Facebook? I love the healthy competition. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Okay, cool. Well, I to end this off, I've got uh, I've, I've I was looking. I love Jeff Bezos. I love the GIF culture that we have, and the sorry, the uh, emoji culture that we have at uh, at Pilot House, and the amount of like Bezos themed emojis that we have flying around Slack uh, is is something I really enjoy. So I, I so I've created uh, three or uh, two truths and a lie about Jeff Bezos uh, to see how well you guys know it. So are you are you ready? Okay, here we go. Uh, Amazon was almost named Cadabra. Uh, Bezos has his own cologne called Ode to Amazon. And Jeff Bezos' dad was a circus performer. Which of those is a lie and which two are truths? Uh, Seth, what do you, what's your guess? I think the cologne one is a lie. I, I think maybe, I think I'll just tell you right away. Yeah, that's I could, that's the hardest thing about two truths and a lie is it's always hard coming up with a really, I, I imagine he'd want, I bet, I bet he has a cologne. I bet he's, I bet he's plenty. He's got a space, he's got a space company. He owns, that's the thing about Bezos that I love. That's crazy. He owns, you know, whatever, 30, 40% of all e-commerce transactions. He also owns 30, 40% of all like digital infrastructure, uh, you know, with his, with the server business. Now he's got uh, plans to colonize space. I heard, I've heard him talking about creating what's called a vaccinated supply chain, which I find very interesting as well. Uh, you know, where do you guys see Amazon going? Anyone have any thoughts on where you see Amazon going into the future? You mean Amazon the marketplace or Amazon the company? Amazon the company. Oh, God. Aren't they doing um, pharmaceutical? Aren't they like health insurance was a big thing they were getting into a few years ago. They were starting their entire own health insurance company or something like Why that not? and then they could d deliver prescriptions to your door and, and stuff plus they still have the entire drone delivery thing in the works i continue to see amazon hiring more and more people to work on that uh so that's that's probably coming soon as well i can just picture drones with syringes just <laughs> just ready to go direct with your medication drone direct medication you heard uh -huh. it here first folks i think that's what amazon is doing uh, nice. Well, if you want to learn more, not about that, if you want to learn more about your Amazon listing, your Amazon ads, and your Amazon store, then you have to come to our Amazon growth guide, uh, which is two weeks from now, uh, April 28th, 29th, and 30th. Uh, any closing words, Rob, on what people can expect uh, with, this, uh, with this event? Uh, yeah, we're really treating it as a journey from sort of kind of zero to mastery on Amazon. So uh, whether you've gotten a listing, like you're already selling or you're thinking about it, it'll be a good fit because the first day is kind of all about getting set up, getting things optimized. Second day is like running traffic, how to look at that. And then third day is sort of higher level strategy. So we're trying trying to treat it like that journey from start to finish. Uh, so it'll be a good fit for wherever you are in the in the Amazon selling journey. Love it. All right, boys, thanks, come, thanks for coming on the podcast today. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and uh, look forward to kicking ass with you at our workshop uh, in two weeks from now. You can go to uh, direct, learn.directtoconsumer.co slash Amazon, sign up for free. As always with our D2C Plus workshops, the live event is free. You can take all of this information live. Uh, if you want the replays, if you want the notes, if you want the five other amazing courses that we've created, as well as the amazing D2C Plus community, you've got to go to d2cplus.co, sign up for a seven-day free trial. Uh, and uh, we'll see you there, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Sweet. Sounds good. Yeah, us too. Peace. Awesome.
Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening today. Uh, if you're still hanging out, make sure that you go and rate our podcast. That's the main way that you can support us by giving us a five-star rating. If you've got anything less than a five-star rating, just don't bother because we only is five-star ratings are the currency here. Uh, you can subscribe to our newsletter, of course, at directtoconsumer.co. And if you want to sign up for this free Amazon workshop, that's learn.directtoconsumer.co slash Amazon. Otherwise, uh, hit us up. You can send me an email anytime you like at eric at directtoconsumer.co. Uh, Rob, if people want to get in touch with you and the Amazon team, what do you recommend? Um, shoot me an email, rob at pilehouse.co. That's the, the easiest way. Uh, we can chat about anything you want to chat about. Nice. Tell them the, tell them the podcast. Sent you. I know you guys are trying to establish yourself uh, you know, as this industry leader. You're already bringing on clients. We can't talk about some of the clients that you're, that you're bringing on already, but you're already being viewed in, in some channels uh, as, as real leaders in the space. And I hope this podcast just continues continues that because the results you're producing have been phenomenal. Sweet, well thank you, Asti. Well it's, done, it's gents. Been an exciting journey. So. It shall it shall continue. Catch you later. Cool. Cheers.